Welcome to Social Convos episode two. Wow, that's a pretty, pretty nice intro. I'm here with my co-host, uh, Diego. Diego, that's a pretty, pretty dope intro. Thank you. I'm glad my Saturday paid off. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Hey, uh, we have a special guest today. You want to introduce our uh, guest for the, for the evening? Yeah, definitely. So on today's ep- second episode, we have another local podcaster in our midst. And we're going to be conversing with the host of the Rahim show. Rahim, ready to jump in? Welcome, Rahim. Can you hear us? Smile for the camera. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Hey, guys. Good evening. How are you? Well, we're good. And having you, it's actually the story. It's a fun story about about so this. I so I think when you, I'm having a little difficult. Yeah, I think there's a lag. I'm not sure how much the lag is. We're shortly gonna take him out and then gonna bring him back in, and see if there's any uh, change to that as well. Can you still hear us clearly? Okay, we're getting some feedback from the people on the platforms. Yeah. On LinkedIn. The life, the life on the website is perfect. The audio is not coming on LinkedIn. Okay, that's pretty interesting. I'm not sure I can. I'm actually happy that it's shown on LinkedIn. Uh, but that 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 is a concern if the if the audio isn't working. Uh, oh, <laughs> stream was muted by default. Oh, thank you, thank you for letting us know. Okay, what we're gonna have to figure out next is uh, if we have Rahim. Uh, still on by or maybe we should ask him to uh, rejoin the stream if that's possible Rahim, do you hear us clearly clearly now yes yes i do yes okay rejoin. Awesome. uh yeah it's an option let's try that okay see All you right. in a minute see you in a minute yeah while we right. wait for Rahim to rejoin i'm just checking all the platforms we are good on youtube it's awesome we're actually getting a lot of response. So Gregory said, okay, okay, wait. Uh, the stream was muted by default. Uh, Lira is hearing, I have audio. So Lira, thanks for confirming that you have audio. Diana is also confirming that she can hear us loud and clear. Thank you all for uh, commenting on LinkedIn, which we are really happy about. It has been uh, three weeks uh, and we finally got LinkedIn working. And uh, Tevin said the show is on the website is perfection. Okay, so Devin also confirmed now. Uh, he's seeing it on LinkedIn, on YouTube, on the website, on Facebook. All good from the side. Thank you, Devin. Now we can go back and put Rahim back in. And hopefully, Rahim, you can see us clearly now as well and hear us as well. Yes, yes, I can see you clearly. I can hear awesome. you clearly. There was just a little problem in the beginning. So yeah, it's I just the window was... remedy, you know, reboot, <laughs> start, and everything's fixed. <laughs> yes. Anyways. Welcome yeah. again to Social Convos. And as we've mentioned before, Rahim is the show of the host of the Rahim Show, his own podcast that he started last year um, amidst the pandemic. And it's quite yeah. funny because we kind of have a similar backstory. We both started during 
the pandemic and it's funny how things work out uh six seven eight months later here we are in the same well room same space talking about yeah what are we going to be talking about the space we are actually entering now podcast <laughs> so i, I want to give a quick backstory if i'm allowed to uh, so rahim uh, when diego and i announced uh, the podcast uh, social convos uh, it was kind of episode zero and we spoke a little bit about yeah we we do want to have people in to talk a little bit about starting something online or creating something online whether it was using yeah. the internet for business but also uh, doing work online and getting paid for it and i yes. think for us in developing in developing countries especially in small market countries we are not aware with the possibilities so maybe you can tell a bit about how it started how how your internet journey started so my internet journey started actually when i was looking for when it was time to look for a side hustle because my salary wasn't cutting it anymore you know and i didn't want to work let's say another job somewhere else for someone else because working for someone is already hard enough <laughs> for me so um i did not want to do that so when um yeah when the pandemic hit i lost my job and um it kind of got serious for me for me it kind of got serious and i was figuring out yeah what am i supposed to do how am i supposed to do it you know and um then i thought of a few years ago before the pandemic i signed up for for upwork upworks yes for upworks and yeah i wasn't there mostly for research because I wanted to write about it. So I set up a profile, very pro uh, professional, like uh, it's kind of like LinkedIn. And, um, and then companies started posting jobs and I looked at a job, everything. And, and then I was thinking about, um, are Tsunami's people on here? So I, I was kind of looking, looking, looking. And then I saw a few people, a few Tsunami's people, and they were actually doing it good on Upwork. So Upwork is a platform. It's like a freelance platform, but it's not only about freelancing. Um, they actually post, um, they list full-time jobs on there and it enables the possibility to work from home. All you have, all you need to have is internet and depending on what type of job, of course, the skills and, um, yeah, Upworks so, is really cool. And then you think about how to get paid. And I also figured that out. So, okay, quickly about that. So, what, just for people watching, just to imagine what kind of work would you be doing on, on Upwork? Um, there's, there's actually a lot that I feel. Surinamese people have to offer on Upworks. One one popular listing, and I actually um, uh, one popular category is translation, and I actually have that marked on for my feed of job listing and um, translation from English to Dutch, because um, that's one of the things. And you know, 
um, people, the blogging market, let's start with blogging, the blogging market, everything, when you Google something and you're trying to find out something, everything is in English. So people are trying to find new markets and, um, the, and then there's the Dutch market and, uh, and then they seek translators for, for, um, for that particular job to translate existing content to Dutch for the Dutch market, translation of product labels, uh, when it comes to web shops, translation of product descriptions, and another is uh, web design, customer service, and a lot more actually customer service. I actually got an invitation to apply for a job for um, Strikingly. I don't know if you know about Strikingly. No. Strikingly no. is um, okay. Strikingly is like um, it's like Wix. Oh, no website. It's a website uh, builder. Yeah. Yes, it's a website builder. You can you can have your own website, and um, it's a pre-made um, websites, and it's really easy to build, and it's called Strikingly, and they grew really fast over the past two three years, and it's a Chinese company actually. And I got an invitation to apply for a job there, but uh, but it was a full time position and. Um, actually, I'm not looking for, for, for a full-time position somewhere else right now because I'm focused on other things. But it's nice to know that the option is there. Depending on your skills, of course, you will get randomly um, invitation to invitations to apply for a job from the recruiters of um, Upworks. Okay. But that's, that is, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I think... Um, we are, we got a question here from Gregory, but before you go into that, uh, answering that, please elaborate on how you got the payment option secured. Um, it's quite interesting that you mentioned that there's a wide variety of work on Upwork and especially that of languages. And I think we here in Suriname underestimate the value that our Dutch background has especially in the region yes yes yeah. because you know i i was actually quite surprised how much listings there were that i feel like Surinamese people could do and they could actually work from home using the internet and even with a pandemic like this where people loses their job where people lose their jobs and 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 um have to apply for another job somewhere else. and then you have the um, risk of getting COVID, especially when you have family or when you have like um, elderly in your home. You know, I think this is a safe way of, of still being able to make money and being able to keep your um, keep your family safe. And um, it's it's actually it's quite good i i advise people to check um upworks if and 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 of course there's there's a another website a, a competitor fiverr fiverr yes and uh one of my friends they they asked me to check out fiverr and i i was on fiverr and the difference between upworks and fiverr fiverr has it has too much 
It's like a and marketplace, you have to market but yourself. really chaotic market. Yes, you but have you to also market have yourself. To branch yourself basically. Yes, because that's and what I'm trying to, to figure I feel out. Like on, yes, in fi at Fiverr you have to market and brand yourself. The competition is too high, and if you see what people offer, and you think, why would I do that for three dollars an hour? You know, and um. The marketplace on Fiverr is really competitive uh, and it's too chaotic and you have to do a lot more to be able to, to, to get a job or to get a project. The, and on, on Upworks, you just make a profile like LinkedIn, make it professional, all your skills and everything. And you are the ones and the companies are the ones that are listing the jobs, right? Some offer a budget. So you can see if you want to do that work for that money. And, um, but you're, you are in control of looking for jobs and it's, it's really fun. And you get like 50, 50 tokens a month and one application can, can be like two tokens. So it's enough for a whole month. If you send out, I think, um, 25, uh, applications and some applications are free and when you get an invitation to apply actually this is a funny story about the invitation to uh, to apply for a job I received an in invitation from Microsoft and I was really excited about that I was really excited I, I was thinking whoa is this for real the recruiters are looking they send me an invitation and they send out about 60 invitations to apply for a Dutch position in customer service for Microsoft. And I was like, I need to do this. I need to at least try. I don't know much about Microsoft because I've been using all Mac products since um, 2015. Ooh. And... Uh, but yeah, I was thinking about how hard can it be? Everything is on the internet. If I just, if I'm just stuck with something, then I can just Google it. So I took the chance and applied for the job and went to, went through, I think, three interviews. And at the last okay. interviews, at the last interview, they, um, they told me that, um, uh, if this were another customer service job, that I would definitely get it. But for this particular job, um, I couldn't get it because my because of my lack of skills in Microsoft. Mm. Wow! Wow! And that's the day I signed up. I, <laughs> okay. I signed up for um, that's the quite Microsoft, an experience uh, to have gone through. Um, yeah. Um, but, but but could you elaborate a bit more on that whole process of going through the application and yes, yes, but it's fun. That, it's a it's a real fun um, experience that uh, Gregory asked a few moments ago on how you, how people can get that payment option secured because more often than not, that's usually a high barrier. Yeah, so we, we have to talk about uh, the payment uh, the payment for Upwork. How, how, do, how do people get their money? Because we've discussed okay, other okay. options and, <laughs> you know, that's, that's the main problem for most of us. Okay. Yes. So the the um, um before I get to the oh no, really having it today. 
So, but um, I think I got it. The um, let's say the application um, sign up is super easy. You can just sign up with uh, your Google account. That's super easy. That's the first step, of course. The second step is to create your profile. The third step um, is is uh, setting up your payment, of course, the payment method you wish to um, receive your funds. And for Suriname, the best way is through Payoneer. So Payoneer actually works with our, I mean, Upworks actually works with Payoneer. And setting up an account with Payoneer is super easy. You have, you guys have to check out Payoneer. It's um, probably one of the best um, uh, payment methods for freelancers. Um, it's like it's like PayPal, basically, but only for professionals, for the professional world, not for personal things like, hey, I want to donate, you know, something to somewhere there. And you can actually, as a freelancer, you can actually um, um, uh, generate invoices in Payoneer. So the setup oh, process okay, for nice. Payoneer, you, the first thing you need to know is you need to know your local, yes, you need to know your local bank uh, your local bank uh, information, your bank account number, your name. You need to have a copy of your passport or ID. And you need to know the, um, what's the international code thingy again that every bank has for international wire transfers? I forgot what it's called. But yeah, it's either Swift code or the IBAN. Swift, Swift. The, the, uh, um, I, I think he's helping us out. The Swift code, is that it? Yes, yes, the Swift. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. the Swift code. Of course, you need to have that. And um, you set up your application. You send um, every information to uh, Payoneer, and Payoneer will, will review all of the information. And within a few days, you will have your uh, verification. And when you're verified, um, then you have it. You have, and you get like a, um, a virtual, a virtual uh, bank account, USD yeah. bank account number, okay. um, a euro for a virtual euro bank account number, and one for uh, pounds. Yes, one for pounds. And if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, the the virtual number account number that I have is from a bank in New York City. I forgot what the bank name is. And the euro one is in Germany, and um, of course the pound sterling is from the UK. The UK. Yeah. I think it's Berkeley or something. I forgot, but it's a really popular bank. Barclays. Barclays. So when you have that set up then things will get super easy in terms of payment. So what you can do, if you're, if you're ready to get paid, then um, the, the funds get transferred to your Payoneer account and you decide um, when you want to move that money to your local bank account, of course. Uh, Greg, so, and it's cheap. Uh, a comment there. Uh, you said the transaction fees for international bank transfer. So you say it's possible to get the money from your Pioneer account transferred to, for example, one of the local banks here? How much yeah, does it it's cost? Actually, it's actually, um, 
um, transfers from Payoneer to your local account. So the percentage, the percentage is really low. I, I, I don't know. I don't know on the top of my head how much the percentage is, but I see that uh, many people are interested in this topic. So I should be able to know it. Actually, I'm going to research that really fast. You but should really write cheap. a blog um, post about this. Not, actually, yes, that's you guys are giving me ideas. I should elaborate on this topic and write blogs and, and post, um, um, post maybe episodes about pioneer, a dedicated episode, but, um, the thing about Payoneer is international transfer funds are are cheaper than actually wire transfers. If people did wire transfers before, then you know that wire transfers from your bank is really expensive. And um, and if you uh, compare that with Payoneer, then Payoneer is a lot less. So, and you have to be really smart when to transfer funds to your local. Uh, to your local bank account from Payoneer, from your from your Payoneer bank uh, bank account. Uh, let's say for one job you get a hundred dollars. It's not wise to transfer those funds directly to your local bank account. So wait a little until it becomes like one thousand or two thousand. You know, so the cost for for that amount is uh is actually store beneficial okay Am see, see the there's right already <laughs> yeah but i see there's already some some things going on so i quickly want to do uh, a quick uh, shout out round for everybody who's joining because the chat is really lighting up so we want to thank you uh from the beginning leroy mentioned that a normal nine to five doesn't cut it for most of us it just doesn't anymore fishant who was guest here yes uh last week uh, is joining in as well we're getting some compliments from the audio but it happens to be that we actually have three people now all with uh podcasting mics so that's a really interesting Devin also mentioned it and uh we're getting a shout out from blue he's liking it so far gregory is giving you a boo on the on the mac part <laughs> marvin <laughs> is also joining in thanks for uh joining in very nice quote by leroy that he's saying a wise man once said that if you have if you don't have the skills, say yes, learn the skills over time. Devin is also going into the mic uh, topic. Gregory just joined Pioneer. Uh, Joseph joined in as well, talking about Pioneer. Uh, we have a lot of people jumping in to tell us about that the code was the Swift code. And Tanya is actually off, so she's joining us. Uh, thank you for joining in, Tanya. And then, of course, we're going into some questions about... Uh, Pioneer is it a uh, Mastercard? Also, um, Joseph is mentioning that you can also get a Pioneer card with that you can cash out at the ATM. That's very very useful advice. Thanks for that. And Shanluk does mention, not me, but Shanluk uh, Marajo does mention that you do need uh, a verified business. So maybe you can also explain a little bit. And uh, he's also saying that the cost for withdrawing to a local bank with a Pioneer pioneer card is low so there are some options but uh, i think the most important thing is uh this gives us an option that's for sure pioneer is already a big help i think there are some people uh that cannot wait 
for uh, the pioneer amount to get to like a thousand US. There are some people who actually are looking for how can I pay my rent with online uh, services. So uh, is the pioneer the best option? Roel is also uh, saying it that uh, the pioneer is Mastercard. So uh, and uh, also pioneer cards are supported by Surinamese ATMs. So is the pioneer card the way to go? I did a little bit of research on um, actually ordering a Pioneer card. Um, yeah, I don't know. They have percentage <laughs> on everything. You know, they on, on every little thing that you do with your card, it's, they have too much. Too much of the hidden fees and um, let, too let much me, of the percentages and... Uh, I, I could and actually, actually, Pioneer is not Pioneer is not Mastercard, but you can order a Pioneer card, which is a Mastercard. But I think they're doing virtual cards now. Yeah, um, I have some experience with the card and Pioneer itself. I have made a Pioneer account, like I think, three or four years ago. I was on a journey as well, looking for options, mm -hmm. you know, using the platforms. I actually have a Pioneer card, probably expired by now because I never used it. <laughs> um, but yeah, they have uh, the option for uh, shipping the physical card to you. So I just applied online and it got shipped to my mailbox at home in a little envelope. And then you got to activate it online uh, once you get it. And yeah, um, not sure about the fees. Yeah, they also have um, virtual options. Um, mm -hmm. But Pioneer, as uh, Jean-Luc Marenjo said, it's uh, very strict with verified businesses. Um, I did have experience, luckily, last year with Pioneer. I actually had managed to use my account when I was in New Zealand. I was doing okay. some freelance gigs for Uber Eats. Uh, photography so oh, company, nice. yeah so the company i did it through was a french company and they posted jobs in the area from restaurants you gotta think pandemic hits everyone is doing takeout so all these restaurants want to do um good pictures for uber eats so they just pop in for local photographers and pioneer was the main method of how they paid out the freelance photographers what they did there is uh, they just connected, you just connect the Pioneer with your bank account, but that depends on each country. So in my case, it got directly transferred to my uh, bank account when it got deposited in Pioneer. But yeah, I had the account. I could have also used the card if, and left it in my balance, online balance, but those are the options. And we also got uh, an option for the other Diego, Diego Wolof, uh, mentions here, if you've heard of TransferWise, and we have mentioned TransferWise previously before, I think it was episode zero, right? Our test episode. Uh, yeah. TransferWise is another option for getting payments. Um, you can make virtual accounts as well. I also have that. I actually helped uh, someone set one up, I think, uh, a week or so ago. Um, the only issue there is um, you can't really, you can't 
transfer it uh, as an international transfer to your local bank, but you can't make that connection directly with Surinamese banks. They also have the debit card option, but that's not supported here. But the way I use it, I use it kind of like, you know, a kind of savings account online you save up. And with the virtual cards and international transactions, if you need to do an international, I just use that um, as my bank instead of using the international, doing an international transfer from a local bank here. So that's an option you could look at too. And maybe an idea for you, Rahim, uh, doing a comparison on Pioneer and TransferWise. I just wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are also a couple of people in, uh, just like you, Diego, already also had a card that he uh, mailed to Suriname a few years back, but he never used it. Um, the card fees are low, Shanluk says, but I think it, it's on how much you use it. If, you, if you're going to pay $25 a year, then you better use it, you know? Otherwise, it's just a reoccurring cost and you don't get them out of it. Lira actually said the Pioneer app reviews are a little bit uh, shaky, so we do have to check that out as well. And Giorgio is actually also using TransferWise. I do want to say, I think what I like the most is that we have a Surinamese person living in New Zealand uh, shooting photos for Uber Eats in France. I mean, that just tells you like what kind of world we're, we're, we're kind of living in at the moment. And that just gives us a lot of opportunities. And I think, let's be honest, these opportunities 10 years ago, they weren't, they weren't there. So no. um, we actually have opportunities as Surinamese people. Like you said before, Rahim, we should start seeing how we can benefit from opportunities online because there are so many opportunities online. And yes, I think the payment is still a hurdle. I think for a lot of people, the payment process is a hurdle, especially if you don't have an international bank account, but it's getting easier yeah. and, and we shouldn't sleep on that because I think most of us, and like Rahim also mentioned, a lot of us are looking for a way to get paid in, in, in euros or in US dollars because it's, it, over time it gets worth more compared to the SRD. So if you have that option, I mean, we should, we should definitely look into how we can we can benefit from that as well because we have skills that maybe due to an economic recession in Suriname, those skills aren't as valued, but abroad they are really valued. So we should definitely check it out. Yes, yes, it's a it's a really nice opportunity. Um, you know, people. Actually, I don't know if it's the crowd I hang around with. But everyone is so fixated on YouTube and how to earn from YouTube and how to get monetized on Twitch or something. And I feel like there is more online how you can earn a decent amount of money. Uh, maybe not as much as you would probably earn from being a YouTuber. But it's still something that, that can help get you by in, in this uh, lifestyle, Surinamese lifestyle. Um, and, um, and also a few years back, I think it was two years ago, I was so curious on how, um, how the, uh, the internet sex industry is working. And the so are you going to tell us about your OnlyFans account? No, 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 no. I'm actually, I'm actually not there yet. But I was thinking on trying it out to see what 
what all the fuss is for about. Research purposes, yeah. For research yes. purposes, yeah. Yes, and maybe to write about it. But there's, um, I did do research on what they call in Dutch thicker. It's like texting, but it's not basically, yeah, it's not basically sex, you know. It's more of having conversation, um, messaging conversation with someone, and you get paid for every message. So there are, I think, one or okay. two companies here, or maybe more here, that um, offer those services. And you, I think you get like a seven euro cents per message or something, which is not much. Well, it's, first it's of really, all, you have to work really hard for it. Find these companies yeah. and these options. What's your secret? Well, opportunities. the secret of finding these companies is actually Googling for it. Google is your best friend, really. Google is really your best friend. And Already. what I found was I was I was actually curious. Can someone who is Surinamese work directly for such a company instead of through a Surinamese company? That was my main focus and my main goal. So what I found is there are a lot of these Dutch companies and Working directly for them is not possible. But if you look hard enough, you will find some companies that actually they are welcoming Surinamese people. And I thought it, it was about, you know, just, oh, how hard can text messaging be? Believe me, it's so hard because the whole thing, the whole setup, I don't get it because in Suriname, they advertise it as you don't have to have any skills. You can have, you just need internet and a laptop and you just need to know how to write Dutch. That's it. You know? So that perception gave me the idea that how hard can it be? It, it's got to be easy. But when you get in the system, it's like when you get in, in the back office of it all, it's like you see a message. You have to, Look at the log. What was what was the history? What was what were the last messages? Because you're impersonating a person, a persona, uh, uh, an identity. An identity is given to you, and you impersonate that identity, right? So, but it doesn't mean that you keep impersonating that identity. One message. Let's say you're Anna for now for this particular message. So when you send that, you get maybe Brittany or Nico, but your colleague, your next colleagues get Anna, the personality. So she needs to know what I did with my previous message. And you have to do all that in five minutes and you have to write really fast and you have to know about the guy. How does he write? What's his, how is, how is his, the way he talks? How, what, what is his mindset and everything? <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, most people think it's, it's it's about sex but it's not it's actually i was actually quite surprised the people are really having meaningful conversations on there it's like you're their therapist you're talking about problems and all of those kind of things and that was one research i did a few years ago and it was kind of funny and um i, I did it for a month and i was thinking no you need probably more skills and the reason why i did it because i was figuring out if i could set up such a company in Suriname, but i looked away from it too much work not for me would you say a psych psychology degree would be beneficial for 
something a psychology like a psychology degree would probably be beneficial yes yes and that and that industry came on the fi- under fire i think one or one or two years ago because you're basically catfishing people right so the dutch authorities um the european union authorities they kind of regulated that industry and everything went was down and then they stopped making promises and um stopped making promises and those kind of things so the way you have to talk now um you have to look at all of those those things because you cannot promise someone that you will see him when in fact you won't see him so now it's a now i guess now it's a bit difficult to do the job i don't know but can we do it right directly maybe i should enter the business again the industry again yeah but but here's here's a suggestion rahim and i'm gonna go a little bit further with this because somebody mentioned that it escalated quickly but we're we're looking for solutions here and we're looking for uh things that we know surinamese people are good at and surinamese people are quite good at chatting in general we were quite good at chatting so 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 why does it have to be that, uh, and, and we're looking at disruption, right? And if we look at disruption, mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're, we're cutting out the middleman. In, in these cases, these are these companies where you have to be Anna and then somebody else becomes Anna and then they have to go into the character of Anna. And what if you take that away? What if you get to chat with somebody directly? What, directly? what if you bring that? Yeah. Instead of a so, like instead of a persona that changes around you get a person that and if that person is not available and that's kind of because we we're talking about only fans and similar kind of websites where you you it's just one person mm-hmm. so if you if you can build around take out the middleman actually have somebody in europe saying like okay you want to speak some with somebody who's dutch you're you're, you're lonely you want to speak with somebody who also speak Dutch? Here's a you, and you're directly in contact with somebody in Suriname. It doesn't have to be a persona, but and that person gets paid for the text. You know, it's it's kind of disrupting the whole idea that it has to go. Of course, it goes through a company, but uh, yeah. you're bringing people in directly in contact. And in the end of the day, it's what's important for the end consumer. I was gonna ask you, like, do you have to be an end consumer? to do the research that was one of my questions that i had but still it's about the end consumer so if the end consumer is happy why would you need all that setup to have personas and actually you don't know who's on the other side yes i think yes it's it's also possible but yeah um, a point here i don't know i yeah. think it's, it's something about it's also about privacy you know yeah privacy and, um, your your safety yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, there are other websites actually where you can use your own identity. But uh, yeah, I haven't looked into that, so I okay. I but there's can't there's two options. More. There's two options. Mm-hmm. One option is it's directly you. You still you still use a different name. You mm-hmm. use a pseudonym. That's I mean that's understandable because there are privacy regulations. So in one case you would have, but it would be the same person. That's mm-hmm. one, and yeah. the other one is, and the other one, of course, is uh, is actually transparent, and that brings, I mean, that brings, I mean, especially how small the world is. Like, if you're on one of these sites and somebody, and you have family in the Netherlands, they're like, "Oh, we heard that you're on this site." Yeah, sure. Um, 
but it's also part education like you said it's not all about because people when they hear this they immediately think about it's it's sex 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 but it's yes. actually there is more to it than that there's a reason why there, people, actually, people are genuinely actually, lonely yes there's actually more to it than that actually i have a few friends who are in the um, webcam business right they've been earning they've been earning for years um uh, internationally and they are in the webcam business and the moment you start and it's a webcam business it's basically sex but there's there are a few smart ones and they told me that once you start giving the end user the end consumer what they want you're done you're done and there goes your salary he's off to the next one so you have to keep things interesting try to have uh, meaningful conversations and and it's not always about sex and it's maybe it's not allowed but you know from the side one time i visited my friend and she was like um come come see come come see what i do for work but stand there on the side of the computer and i see what they're texting and how she's interacting and after i'm like Oh, but this, this, this is, how is this sexual? <laughs> you know? And she's like, no, because it's not, it's not sexual. It's just, we're having conversations and I get paid by the minute. The longer I keep him here, the longer I keep him interested. It's, it's, and that's, and that's, that's when I thought differently. That's why I started thinking differently about these kinds of jobs, you know, um, as long for me is as long as you're earning um, honest money, then I'm okay with it. I have all the respect for you, for everyone who do these kinds of jobs. And actually, and, and, and sex is not the only option you can do um, online. Um, there, there are things like drop shipping. There are things like um, if you're in the um, graphic design industry, you could do a lot online. Uh, if you're in the customer service business, if you've worked for an international company before, then it would be so easy for you to find jobs on Upworks. There are many, many, many opportunities. I, I mean, a lot of people are listening to right now. So, um, yeah, I would if if someone that is listening was looking for something to do and and earn maybe U.S. dollars or something, and get a wage of ten dollars instead of ten SRD. It's huge difference. So now is your chance. Go look it up. Let's okay. let's do something fun for a moment. So yes. you've got a wide range of opportunities, possibilities for people to, I guess, earn something online from simple <clears throat> translations to renting a companion and keeping them entertained through chat messages. Mm -hmm. uh, if you had to rank from based on your research and the range you've covered, rank them in an order from like shady to least shady or in other words that people don't really have to be ashamed about or like uh and that would they would be more open to sharing hey i'm i'm a creator on upwork for example how would you rank these options that you've mentioned so far actually upworks is quite secure 
um, if you read their terms of um, conditions, they're quite. Um, they only guarantee safety. They they um, they advise all the people on Upworks that um, if you do business or if you talk a deal on Upworks, do it through Upworks so they can uh, monitor that and everything. And the payment goes through Upworks because Upworks keeps like takes like I think twenty percent of your earnings. That's why Upworks is free, but it's still, it's still, um, it's, it's actually, it sounds much, it is, but it's not that bad. So everything goes through Upworks and um, the guarantee of payments and, and what to look for actually on, on Upworks is one, that you know that they are a verified, um, verified company on Upworks. And verified, uh, verified uh, payer. I think it's verified payer or something. But look for the verifications underneath the listings to see how much did they spend on Upworks, how much did a company spend on Upwork. If they already spent, let's say, 10K on Upworks, then you know, hey, I can work for this. Look for reviews because um, people, um, freelancers are leaving reviews for um, um um, these kind of companies and the jobs they did and vice versa also companies are leaving reviews for freelancers to let other companies know if they did a good job so when it comes to shady upworks it's probably zero shade okay for me okay yes i do want to jump into yes to a question uh because uh, jermaine asked are we talking about online consult uh, like online consult as a professional uh, in the sense that I was talking about it I wasn't talking about uh, online consult as, as a professional because you need actual skill for that but come to think of it it is possible I think there are we are might not be ahead of other countries but if you have a sp particular skill and due to the p pandemic you are used to doing it online you might be able to get some uh, clients in, in other countries because other countries are still also looking for people who are able to do it digitally. So there might be an opportunity in that. I think Tevin also was mentioning that his brother is on Upworks. Fiverr is one of them. We spoke a little bit about Fiverr as well. Uh, Pulisat, um, they are like your agent. Technically, they are. Yes. So 20% yes. 20% is a lot, but comparing it to a company that would take everything and would give you a salary, it's, it's still quite nice. Somebody does yeah. want to know, uh, define shady. So that's that's also something that you can uh, respond to. And last but not least, Gregory is saying that he has a very nice uh, profession. Gregory, I think you should not only look into Upworks, but also look into other websites uh, or other companies that might be of interest in your profession. Yeah. So what's, yeah. what? Define shady. What's what's shady? Well, in with shady, I mean, as Rahimans and Upwork. They verify stuff and they do background checks on the companies and uh, they check the reviews. Shady as in it's not as public as something like Upwork. It is something you have to, as Rahim mentioned, you have to Google search and dig through layers and layers and layers to find these kind of opportunities. So that's uh, what I was directing to with the word shady. Uh -huh. Yeah, I hope that, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, 
what, what so is it time for the question next? yeah so i think this question is lightning around you wanna you wanna do some quick fire questions diego uh yeah let's uh we're gonna do it like last week again or let's i i you want to switch it up one question each and then one question and then one question or do you want to do three questions from one person after each other <laughs> okay you start off three questions go three questions okay so the first question is going to be uh, i'm going to go a little bit on the platform side so the first question is going to be facebook or linkedin for me yeah linkedin okay diego um gary fee or joe rogan gary fee okay um then we're gonna go youtube or tiktok this this is a hard one you know <laughs> um i'm going with tiktok <laughs> okay interesting interesting i'm going with tiktok you know i'm on youtube the only thing um when i'm on youtube i'm actually on youtube when when i want to learn something or know about something of or follow a conversation about something that i'm interested in or, or curious about but when i'm on tiktok i'm there for um just to breathe you know and enjoy content and and there are really funny ones uh between the messy ones on tiktok but i really like the funny <laughs> one actually my favorite tiktoker is right now she's an indian woman i i forgot what her name is but she's an indian woman she and her husband are on, are on tiktok i think it's the indian dad or something is the husband and he has this like a sticker on his face they are they are couple goals i mean they are amazing the content that they produce i feel like you know i see a lot of tsunamis tiktokers also i one of my favorite is kaylee kaylee is one of my favorite tiktokers also but i feel like um a lot of other tsunamis people can learn from the indian couple that i was just talking about I think I'm gonna if I find it, I'm gonna place place it in the comments what their accounts are. But man, their content is gold. I love it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So TikTok it is. Um yeah. this isn't an A or B question, but your podcasting application of choice to listen to podcasts. Um Apple Podcast. Okay. Okay. Yes. And then last question from me, that would be since we're talking about podcasting, podcasting or blogging? Mm. I'm going to go for I know I know I'm a podcaster, but I'm going for blogging. And there's okay. a there, there's a reason why. Um um, I was looking for um, podcast websites, and I found one. I think it's the Business Minute or something. Those two guys talking about business and what to do and what not to do. And I checked their whole website out, and I think, hey, this is actually smart. Um, the topic that they're talking about, they're also writing about it. 
So this, what's smart about that is the SEO behind it. So when sometimes you look for something on Google, if you write a paragraph or two underneath your description about what the topic is, I don't, I, I know people won't read it because I mean, you're not going to a podcast to read something, but it's for the purpose of SEO that you would want to elaborate your topic in words in the description. So, and that's, I think that that is a part of blogging. I mean, if you want to keep it interesting. I, so Diego, who, who's writing, who, who's writing the blog for this podcast episode? <laughs> Before we get into that, uh, I actually want to follow up on what uh, Rahim said there. Um, and true enough, yeah, uh, having those many words on your post helps with SEO. But I'm curious, especially for, you know, new curators or someone who's wanting to start something like this. You have a array, a wide, vast array of knowledge regarding the online mechanisms and how these things work from SEO to marketing to doing research on OnlyFans. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you kind of have an advantage in that sense. So I'm curious, how did you come to, you know, learn all this? And if you had to recommend a starting point, should people worry about these things, SEO and stuff before starting? Tell us, can you tell us about your journey and, you know, the, the time frame it took you to get to the point you are now running your own podcast show? Um... When did I actually start thinking about doing something online for real? I'm 30 now, and I thought I was 22 or 20 that I wanted to do something online. But you know, when when the when I got my first iPhone, it was the five. It was the five, the iPhone five. That's when the iPhone five came around. And um, and then there was this app, Apple Podcast, and I'm like, hey, what is this? So I started listening to it, and I was like, hey, this is something I can do. I don't like to be on video. I don't. I'm too nervous, or I don't know. I'm maybe maybe I have to work on um, self confidence a little bit. But the whole podcasting idea that was just mind-blowing to me because when i was 17 i actually uh, did an internship at sccn radio sccn yes and radio sccn offered me a few hours every day of the week from three till six in the afternoon so that was one of the hottest hours you know between four and six many people were listening and after that, I got offered to do uh, a show on Monday night where, you know, callers call and we have conversations and um, they request they request a song and, dedic and dedicate a song. And they do a lot of things like um, singing and, and, and um, poems and those kind of things. And that's what I did for one year between 17 and 18. Right, I think I was 17 or was I 18? I don't know, but it was somewhere that year. And then I never did it because I was moving on to my next interest. And when I got, I think, 
when I found out about what podcasting was, I was thinking, hey, I can get into this, doing my own thing on my own time on the internet. But it was so hard to get even on Apple Podcasts. All, all those things that they wrote about on how to get on Apple Podcasts, I was like, uh-uh, I ain't doing this too much work. And, and then I forgot about it, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm a curious person. So whenever I have a question or something, I go on Google and I read about stuff. So a starting point would be to have Google as your friend. Whatever you're curious about, Google about it. You'll find some really helpful stuff that will lead into different areas that will make you more curious. And then you start Googling those things and it brings you to different branches until you reach the leaves, right? And then you get this, this, this base of knowledge and you're thinking about what am I supposed to do with this knowledge, right? And then you figure out your next move. And then came Anchor for me. Anchor came. I was like, hey, Anchor. It was promoted on social media and everywhere. I was like, this is kind of cool. Yeah. I can do this. So I was figuring out Anchor, but I, I didn't start right away. And then the pandemic hit. I was, I was delaying all of the plans. And then the pandemic hit. And I thought, you know, I have nothing to do. I have free times on my hands. So why not start a podcast? And then um, I worked on the Rahim show and um, I have 11 episodes about, I think, 430 minutes of content and I'm starting next week. And next week, I'm going to talk about why um, why we should um, start doing business online. Very, very interesting. Nice. Yes. Yes, why no 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 why businesses should do business online it's with online. um with a developer actually. Actually I got to know the developer through Sean Luke for from a, a project we just did. Akash, I talked to him. Akash showed me his work and everything and we talked about his work. It was a fun conversation and I'm thinking and Akash is uh, busy with a few projects uh, projects right now and I'm thinking, hey, this is so cool. We should talk about this. Why should businesses go online, especially now, right? And I think it's really important, especially in these times, for businesses to go online to survive because um, I don't know. I don't know how people do it, but for me, I, I can't do it like this where does the government say, hey, you have to um, lock down everything closed for like three weeks and then you're open and then you have to close again and then you're open, then you have to close again. It's it's a hassle and it brings too many other problems along. Something. So we're going to talk about it next week, yes. Yeah, something to Absolutely. look forward to. And I guess this perfectly brings me back to my final question. English yes. or Dutch? When it comes to writing, funny enough, when it comes to writing, English. Okay. Yes. But when it comes to Dutch, oh, when it comes to Dutch, when it comes to speaking, Dutch. But when I'm, and it's like a chameleon, you know, I'm like a chameleon. It's like when I used to work in the international field, I used to work in freight forwarding and shipping, international logistics. And I worked a lot with China and Malaysia 
also with Italy for the for the spaceship program in Kuru, French Guyana, when they were building the spaceship. Yes, um, I monitored that project from actually the moving of all the parts from Suriname from Italy to uh, French Guyana. And um, I had partners in French Guyana, and it was actually the most rewarding project I ever did, successful project I ever did. And um, when I'm in that setting for, for, for years where you're constantly between people that you have to have a conversation with in English, then it automatically becomes English and it automatically becomes really good. But I haven't been around English-speaking people for a long time, for a few years now. So this is the first time, actually, since I've spoken, I think, one hour of full conversation in English <laughs> in a long time. Well, so I got to say, you've been pretty fluent and on point, yeah. even poetic to a point. <laughs> yeah, it, it really, it it really, it really was a, a very nice experience. It still is, of course. Uh, we do have to go to the closing remarks. Uh, I want to drop uh, one more comment in from Priscilla, and I think it might be of use to to talk about this. Uh, I I like having conversations with ambitious and like-minded people as well, but I'm so camera shy. I like to talk about business opportunities, entrepreneurship, because we have so much potential. Uh, in Suriname, I think I think a lot of people struggle with this. I wouldn't say that I'm. Of course, I, I've built myself to become an, an extrovert. Uh, you guys are a little more introverted. So, what what kind of tips would you have for those who are kind of seeing it as a threshold that you know we're we're shy, we're introverted? I actually would say to Priscilla, it's okay. I'm shy as well. I'm shy as well. Um, the best place, if you're camera shy, the best place would be to start with uh, audio, right? When you're getting to a certain point, if you're um, interested in doing something online, it could be writing, it could be audio, it could be audio visual. So um, if you want to skip the writing part and go straight to audio, then I would advise to start there as a starting point. And it's really simple, actually. You just have to download um, the Anchor app. Free advertisement. I can quickly put yeah. something up. Uh, I think it's Anchor FM as well, right? Yeah, Anchor FM. So Anchor FM is really simple. And I started before I had this microphone and all of the... And I recorded with GarageBand and everything. I recorded just with my phone and actually just like this with this uh, phone stand this is my lighting this is my lighting i have two lights here <laughs> one here one here but i would record like this i would treat my phone like a microphone and talk like this and have a conversation and 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 talk elaborate on stuff and afterwards i would edit it in the app as well and the sound the sound is actually it's not that bad it's really good actually so um, I started like that, and when I got more comfortable, I decided to take it more professional and, and uh, purchase this microphone And because I saw that, hey, I'm getting comfortable with this. Um, I'm getting listenerships. I'm getting views. I'm getting uh, good remarks and uh, positive feedback, some negative, but those are things to learn from. And, uh, and the fun part about Anchor is it gets distributed 
to multiple platforms, right? Like um, Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and a lot more, actually. So now, okay, now I'm... Now, now I see myself. <laughs> so I'm catching him off guard. I'm trying to put my. I'm trying to put. Actually, I need electricity for my laptop because the battery is about to die. So I quickly put Rahim on full display, and he was like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> so, well, so we're we're gonna we're gonna put Diego on full display, you know, to answer as well, and then we're gonna close sure, the podcast off. Diego, it's all yours. <laughs> You can put me on full display. Ah, there we go. Let's get used yeah. to this camera thing. So, yeah, for what I, I guess I'd say to Priscilla, me and Rahim are pretty much similar, and but one difference um, being in front of the camera. You see the setup now. It's pretty. You know, I'm, I'm using a camera now. I have lighting, but this is just this week when we started six, seven months ago, I didn't have access. I was abroad. I didn't have access to all my gear. And I just had to make do with my new um, Zenbook, really slow processor, um, crappy mic, crappy webcam. And you just start. We talked about this in Actually, last episode, uh, the episode of Casual Convo that's releasing actually now, it just released five minutes ago because it's scheduled. Um, we thought, we reflected back on the very first episode we tried for Casual Convos uh, when we started the podcast. It was me and Gregory and one more friend. And out of all the places we tried, we did this on Instagram Live. And it was such a terrible experience because we tried to fit in three people on a platform where you can only fit two people. So, and we were trying to live stream it through the laptop, through my phone, and there was audio feedback coming in and out. The, the episode is still somewhere out there if you want to see how bad it was to, you know, see where we started. You can find it or message me, I'll send it to you directly. The topic was pretty interesting that we covered, but the recording setup, yeah, we were kind of camera shy as well. After that episode, we decided, okay, we're going to move to Discord, audio only. So we started playing with that. And as Rahi mentioned, there are some, this pandemic actually gave rise to opportunities. Platforms stepped up to make it more accessible for people to use it. Zoom started uh, making their recording up a feature free for people. So I used my university's account to get free access to recordings. And that's how we started video uh, podcast recording. And we only released audio for a while. And then slowly I started uploading those to YouTube. So it's a gradual process that you get used to, you know, you get used to the camera, you get used to talking publicly to people, even this going live three weeks ago, I think two weeks ago for the first time at Shanluk. This wasn't even in the planning when we started. It was just a personal experiment, you know, to get better, um, talk to basically a camera, talk to one other person. So yeah, that's, I guess, my 
tip I'd say, don't worry about the gear. You can just use your phone, your laptop, whatever you have. And it's a good way to look at the previous episode and see how you've improved in the next. Just try to improve one little thing in each episode. And that was that the approach. Is, that, is a, that is a good thing. Actually, about talking, talking about start, start with your phone. There are these two guys, right? Um, Jardy and Roche, they have almost 10,000 subscribers on uh, YouTube. And I asked them, how do you record your videos and edit it? They said, with my phone. I'm like, what? Yeah. With your phone? It's just yes. too much. I, I, the work it takes to get all the editing done, you know? But it goes to show that everything this device it's a powerful device if you have one not not an iphone but if you have a smartphone <laughs> start working with it just use it because it, it's smart it's supposed to be smart it's supposed to be creating opportunities for you doing things for you don't let your phone control you control your phone this is the device minus the apple logo just kidding minus <laughs> apple logo. Uh, and, and here's here's the thing uh, Priscilla, here's the fun thing. You're just witnessing two introverted people who are actually with an extrovert, and a work, the extrovert is actually quiet and listening to their stories. So it's it is possible. I think I wanna I wanna use use this comment by Hedwig to to close off this part. Is if you talk about what you love and you know, uh, and know you might be surprised how easy to how easy it is to start talking in front of a camera. I think that's the advice. If if you love it. Like Jordi and Roche is a perfect example. I mean, I was surprised how much they did with their phone when I first met them. And um, and yes, Leroy, we need to adapt to the situation. And, and that's what we've been doing here. So, um, and here, Michael, I, I'm quickly, as the extrovert, quickly going to tell you a little bit story because Rahim spoke about when he was 17 and he was doing radio work. When I was 17, 18, I worked for Apinti for three months mm -hmm. and i got to uh to the point i got to do the the sound uh got to be the sound guy for to the point a couple of times and i used to edit uh commercials out of uh, american tv shows but because in american tv shows you have a commercial every five minutes or something so i had to edit those out and then deliver the the tv show without commercials to to the programming uh department and and uh, but this was before in the branding was a thing, and there was a car accident or an accident on the on the road somewhere, uh, and we drove there uh, with a with a camera crew, and they put me on on the street, and I was young, I was I think eighteen, and one of the guys took a camera and he gave me a microphone, and he gave me the microphone, and he was like, tell the people what's going on. So he put the camera in my face, I took the microphone, and I was like. Hello, everyone. How are you guys doing? And then I went blank. I didn't even know on what street we were anymore. You know, so that's my first on-camera experience where I was actually a presenter. My first on-camera experience when I was being interviewed, I messed up completely. I told a different age than I was. My first time standing on stage in a theater, I couldn't, I kept repeating, uh, hello. And then somebody asked me, and how are you doing? I was like, hello. And we made a running gag out of it because I forgot my lines. So 
to be honest, you just have to start somewhere. And if you love it, I mean, it's going to adapt. Uh, none of the three of us started where we are now. With, we never bought the microphone straight away. And even when we bought the microphone, we didn't use it straight away either. So oh. I think it's, it's, <laughs> it's a process of growth. It's really a process of growth. I think that's uh, that's it. That's it from my side. I don't know if uh, Diego, you have something uh, before we close it off. If you wanna have a quick. Sorry, I think your audio is uh, off. Are you on oh. mute? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, as I was saying, I think it's. It's just a combination or a compounding of the experiences you'll build and you'll upgrade as needed through the process. You'll understand how audio works after a few episodes and it, it takes some time. I had to get used to hearing my own voice. It's still weird hearing your own voice. It is. It is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, in the end, you just uh, own it. And it might sound cliche, but that's the simplest, easiest way I could put it. Just improve bit by bit, and you'll eventually get there. And yeah. if you're like-minded people, even faster, because they're going to lift you up and force you into these uncomfortable positions. <laughs> and you won't even notice it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I guess that's the last uh, of it for me. Um, Rahim, where can people find you? You've already mentioned they can. You're releasing your new season next week or for this year. No, it's actually um, we're continuing with season two of the Rahim show. Um, I have a Facebook page. It's called the Rahim show, but the in the Dutch, Dutch. the D-E. And yeah, and um, it's actually a Dutch podcast. So I'm focusing on the Dutch market and, um, and we're, yeah. And I'm starting posting next week. I'm going to create content, um, this weekend, start creating this weekend. Um, I have a few guests lining up. We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk with a, a yoga instructor and we are going to talk about, uh, um, well-being and the internet you know in relation to the internet and um i'm gonna talk with akash about um, e-commerce i'm gonna talk about my boys um uh, with my boys um doey and sean luke about um having an online presence so it's a uh, it's it's basically content that may help you if you're probably looking for help at that moment yes so i want to say um go to my facebook page sean luke just uh, posted it i see um go to my facebook page and uh like the page um because i will be posting updates there i'm also on linkedin um rahim sonodimejo on linkedin and actually this at rahim su is my instagram and um yeah and that's my linkedin and my instagram is for my customs brokers work because i'm not just actually the first thing i do is uh, customs brokerage and then the whole online thing is uh comes second 
we'll drop all these links of Rahim uh, when we release the episode on Saturday on Sunday. So yeah. check check it out. And and, and um, I just want to say one thing before closing. One last thing that I want to say. I want to, um, in light of the recent um, developments regarding. You know, I was very upset today when I found out about this because I wasn't that active um, the last few days on, on, on social media. But today I found out about um, a little girl that was uh, murdered. And in light of the recent development, I would like to pay respect to the family of that little girl. And I would like to say to all of the people here listening, please take care of your mental health and let people know that taking care of your mental health is okay. It's not something to be ashamed about. Yes, that's uh, that's that's the last thing that I wanted to say. Thank you, Rahim, for uh, for inspiring. Hopefully, uh, wants to thank us and uh, thank you for doing a good job. Joseph wants to let you know that he already subscribed to your show, and I'm not sure we covered this, but Prisha wants to let you know that your first. Uh, story was the first time she ever listened to an apple a podcast thank you so i think Alcar. i think that is really cool diego i'm i think i'm gonna allow you to announce next week's show and then we'll do the outro um yeah we have uh, next week we have already have a guest lined up right and yes the guest is a ceo of a very local company that's making applications and online solutions. And we're going to talk about branding the country. And it's Rajiv Hiralal. Rajiv, if you see this, you've already confirmed, so you can't walk away now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And yeah, this episode will be released uh, this weekend. Last week's episode uh, with Vishant was already released. If you missed that, check it out on the website. It was a very great episode talking about health a healthy lifestyle and balancing it um very good stuff in there as well and the other series are coming along slowly the first episode of casual convos 2020 got published 18 minutes ago so you can check that on the website as well and we hope to see all of you again in next week's episode Tuesday at 9 p.m. With that being said, Shanluk, lead us out.